0: Hey everyone, welcome to Pop Culture Pastor, where we look at movies, music, comics, and more from the perspective of faith. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is your self-proclaimed pop culture pastor, Chris Perry. My guest today is my friend Ben Wigdahl, and we're doing something a little bit different today. We'll talk about that in a second as we're going to be talking about a specific episode of The Simpsons and possibly doing a lot more of that in the future. So welcome to the show, Ben. Hi, how's it going? It's going well. (laughs) Uh, You're the second person from your family that's been on here. My wife. Yes, your wife Kaylee was part of our Encanto uh, episode, and so we're getting them all, yeah. uh, we'll hey, get
1: your daughters. I was going to say in a couple of years maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I mean I thought about doing an episode about kids kids entertainment, um, and what, what that has to well, say. No, I my know.
1: daughter, She. Uh, I also do like a YouTube channel, and she's always jealous when I go record with my other friend, so I'm sure she would love to be. Either on a podcast or a YouTube thing or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, like
0: and subscribe. Right. Kids just like finish <laughs> conversations with that now. I think yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it's much great. We yeah, love she, it.
1: yeah, she yeah she we, we'll find videos on. She has like a little tablet that she uses, and we'll find these videos that she makes for no one that are mm-hmm. just like YouTube stuff, and she's saying all the things. I'm like, I don't know where you even got this from. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably from YouTube. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Ben is a friend of mine here in Wichita. He's at my church. And uh, as we're going to talk about, we bonded over the Simpsons pretty early, I think, like the first time yeah, that I y- preached. your
1: first time preaching, you made a, you think you said christ o Mm-hmm. Uh, used that word, and I was like, I don't know if that's just a, uh, if that was just... Coincidence. ...ironic, yeah, or uh, coincidental, or uh, or if he was a Simpsons fan, and then I asked you afterwards, and sure enough, you were a yeah. diehard Simpsons fan. Yes, so. and
0: that that is not the first uh, relationship that I formed by something like, hey, is that a Simpsons reference? So yes, I, I do like to sneak those <laughs> into sermons occasionally, if it fits, which it did, and yeah. it's subtle. And if you, so, if you don't know, you don't know. Right? But if you do, I knew, I did. Yes, and I knew. There you go. So Ben, one of the things we usually start the show with is a little bit of a, a spiritual bio, uh, kind of how you grew up sure. in in faith in church, and uh, a little bit of where you're at now. So yeah. you want to tell us a little bit
1: about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I mean, I'm a longtime church goer. Uh, ever since I was a kid, been going to mostly uh, Baptist churches growing up um, with my parents and doing that whole thing. Then I went to a big kind of non-denominational for a really long time here in Wichita. Um, and then uh, we that one kind of got a little too political, even for my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they kind of they moved to a smaller, again, Baptist one that uh, we went to for most of my like teenage years. And then... As I got older, uh, I really kind of just fell away a little bit um, from church specifically. Um, stopped going as much as I used to. Really only went to kind of satisfy my parents' uh, wants and desires. So uh, just kind of became a little bit more, I started questioning stuff a lot more. My own you know, beliefs and uh, the things that I saw around me as Kind of what I viewed Christianity as becoming, um, started to kind of like I said question that and 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 t- to you know become what I consider more of a agnostic mm. uh, is kind of where I'm at right now mm-hmm. um, with things where I kind of believe in this higher power but I kind of don't think that we know everything <laughs> well obviously i know well everything, obviously yeah, i just haven't taught you all of it yet <laughs> right we'll get there someday maybe yeah. right the um, simpsons will help right well that's the funny thing is when you know as, as i think about it like i don't know how much of this is you know the whole chicken and egg thing like how mm-hmm. much of it is my personality and my beliefs kind of how i view the simpsons and like resonating with it a lot and how much The Simpsons actually like formed that? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like cause mm-hmm. I, I, I watch. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm. It's kind of me in a in a nutshell. And I don't know, like I said, if that's how I became that way, or if I was just already that way, and this just speaks to that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's um, but yeah, we're so, drawn
0: to things that connect with us, and and they also end up shaping us. I will
1: I will say that my you know Homer in this episode that we that we're talking about is is kind of is kind of me. <laughs> um, it, this the church that we're going to now here at Westlink is is. Better than any church I've been to, all right, and making me want to actually go um, and be a part of it. Um, a- absolutely, by far the most of any church I've gone to. Because um, every other time it was this like, I don't want to go, and any excuse I can get not to go, I will take and <laughs> gladly, you know, <laughs> uh, do. So that's yeah. that's kind of that's kind of it. Just you know, I, like I said, I don't not not atheist, but but just kind of still figuring out and and questioning stuff still to this day mm-hmm. so well
0: that's all right we're glad you're here at, at our church we're glad you're here today now the other thing we usually start with is some of your earliest pop culture interests your first fandoms aside from the simpsons what were some of the things that really got you into pop culture
1: so big big I'm a big video game guy so mm-hmm. grew up playing old super nintendo games so you're you know mario and uh, zelda all that kind of stuff um Those are my big ones. Um, I was also also Seinfeld fan is kind of another. Those are kind of the two shows that I kind of, Simpsons and Seinfeld. I would kind of oscillate between watching complete series of and then kind of like intersperse rest of development in between them. Um, But I would I would for a good period of time it was just like I would watch the entirety of the Seinfeld and then I'd watch the entirety of the Simpsons and then I'd (laughs) go back and start with Seinfeld again. So. But yeah, like I mean, like I said, Mario, uh, Pokemon is also huge mm-hmm. in my in my.
0: Uh, yeah, you were trying to get me into Pokemon <laughs> just was, this week, so I'm, that was something that I missed. So I'm I'm giving it a shot. It we'll see. Good. I was the exact
1: perfect age for it yeah. when that came out. I was like ten, which yeah. is the age of the kid in the game. So like, Pokemon was a huge, huge part of my uh, growing up uh, life, and it's still it. I still play it to this day, and I love it. And <laughs> uh all that stuff so i would say yeah, i'd say video games were probably the the, the biggest pop culture kind of touchstone that i really grasped onto and, early and still on. hold on to oh, pretty well and i'm <laughs> yeah. very nostalgic very so i go back and find stuff that i used to play or used to like i have just i love going back and, and looking at old stuff like that so yeah. yeah it's it's good good times it always is
0: Well, as we mentioned, this is going to be an episode
1: focused on The
0: Simpsons, and we're going to focus on a specific episode of The Simpsons called Homer the Heretic, but we're also maybe hoping that this can launch a a bigger project, another podcast, because obviously I have time uh, to do not just one, but two podcasts right now, but you came up with this title, right, for (laughs) for what we would do. Do so you want to talk about what that is and what uh, that means?
1: Yeah, so I, I I forget exactly even like where it started, but I just thought of the Simpsons of God. I mean, it's just the perfect <laughs> kind of um, you know. Obviously, we were both huge into the Simpsons, um, and then. Uh, b- I mean, both are into the the spiritual side of things as well. You obviously more so than myself, myself but yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm there too. Um, I, I know the I know the the references and stuff for the most part <laughs> on that side of it. So, um, and just I think I think it's an interesting. We'll talk about I think this a little bit more when we get to the episode. But like, I think the Simpsons do a an interesting and good job of portraying. Uh, religion and Mm -hmm. christianity um they don't they don't go too hard against it um despite the fact that most of the writers i think were pretty much either atheist or agnostic at the very least Mm -hmm. um but they don't they don't go they don't go as hard as a lot of other kind of at the same time uh sitcoms would would go against it yeah or
0: a lot of shows would just ignore
1: either ignore it or or like paint it as this like big evil thing and there's only evil to it it's like the simpsons still have some of that like Religion is kind of, you know, they, they, they don't really, they, they see it as not necessarily evil, but like there's some bad things about it. But also like the people in it are usually portrayed pretty well. Like Flanders is, is one of the best people in all of mm-hmm. Springfield. And, uh, you know, like, like they don't make him look like a monster um, or anything like that. So I think they, like I said, they just do an interesting job of, of taking it in a direction that is not always uh, the way that it goes on television.
0: That's right. So, we are simps for The Simpsons yeah. and we are sons of God. So, that's the Simp Sons of God. Uh, so, look for this uh, possibly in the future in your podcast feed. We'll let you know on this show if that uh, takes off soon. And, and so, yeah, we're starting with an episode of the show that is more religious focused. Uh, it's something they did fairly often. You know, just them going to church on a regular basis was kind of unique. Like you said, either shows would completely ignore religion they would be totally down on it so it's not like davy and goliath or veggie tales or you know leave it to beaver where it's just obviously totally a good thing and and they have kind of a complex relationship with church and religion which is kind of the sweet spot of of this show and there's a lot of ways that the simpsons was unique for its time when it started late 80s early 90s and uh, if you go back in in this feed and listen to my episode every thought captive i share some of my journey of, you know, it was that show that you weren't supposed to watch if you were a good Christian kid, and uh, there's only a few of us that were allowed to, and it it's kind of still like a secret code of like, hey, you, you watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Even though, compared <laughs> right. to, you know, so many other shows that uh, everyone in the church watches now, and is way worse than anything The Simpsons and has I, ever done. I
1: wasn't allowed to watch it uh, as a, like, 10-year-old. Like, I would, I would sneak downstairs and turn it on, and then, like, have the you know, have my finger on the button ready to go mm-hmm. to like the news. Like, oh, watching. we're just, just some kids downstairs <laughs> watching the news, mom. Nothing going on here. Nothing weird. So, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, and then, you know, as slowly, as I got older, obviously my parents figured it out after I was <laughs> buying right. the DVD copies of it. It's like, hey, this is a show that I really like. And yeah. you got to get over it's that. It's actually <laughs> not what you think. It's Yeah. And it's not, it's really not as bad as you, you would think. So, mm-hmm.
0: so we're going to talk about this episode, Homer the Heretic. It's from season four, episode three. And our plan today is really just talk through, you know, all the plot, talk about some of the best jokes, some of the, the memeable moments. I know there's a few <laughs> scenes in this episode that I see get passed around as gifts all the time. And we'll also come back at the end and think about talk about if you want to get into this show, if you were one of those Christian kids who wasn't allowed to watch it or you just, you know, never have or maybe you saw an episode that's come out in the last 20 years and it was not really a good one and we're both definitely on the side of the show had maybe 10, 11 good seasons.
1: I I think, think, like I said, I I go, I only own through season 10. Those are the ones that I really cared most about and then I think for a few years after that it was okay and then like Post like thirteen or fourteen, it was just like, all right, this is really yeah. is now. It's it's not even okay. It's just really not good anymore.
0: And yet it's still on. Yeah, it's so, still, listener, long long if long. if you are one of the people that still watches The Simpsons, let me know and yeah, explain why. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just I don't understand how it's been going on where the majority of the show now has not really been that great. No. But and it's time. It was unique. It was, you know, the first cartoon that wasn't just for kids. And as we're going to see, it was saying something um, about religion or about other topics. All right. So hopefully uh, I mentioned this in the last episode and I've posted a little bit about it. So maybe you have already watched this episode like uh, I was hoping you would. And you can uh, follow along as, as we recap it. But you can also go and watch it. It's all on Disney Plus and other places Uh, or you can borrow the dvds from from both of us if you're (laughs) you're local
1: and we we got rid of disney plus recently so i only have the dvds really to go off of now classic (laughs) so
0: ben what if you want to sum up this episode for us what's it generally about uh
1: yeah so just uh homer doesn't want to go to church uh he you know kind of wallows in his own self-righteousness and then (laughs) heresy uh, is uh, it it ends up turning bad for him and then uh religion ends up saving him i guess okay
0: so let's get into the episode and see how that works. So it starts, he's he's in, actually, we start with the dream sequence where he's in the womb, baby Homer, and then gets pulled out, and turns out this is just him in bed, yeah. and he doesn't <laughs> want to get out of bed. And I like what Marge says, it's church, you have to go. Right. right. Like, well, why? Right. There's not a lot of discussion of, well, here's why church is important, here's what church does for
1: you. Right. It, it it feels very much like what your mom would say. Like right. I mean, that that the, the the vibe I get from Marge is like, well, she just does it because that's what she did her whole life, and it's what her mom did her whole life, and mm-hmm. and this is what you do. It's if you want to be a, if you want to go to heaven, and be a good Christian, you have to go to church. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah, it hits that for sure. That yeah, mom, and, that momness, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: and and I feel like there's less of that now than there used to be. You know, we both grew up kind of 80s and 90s, and and especially before that, it's just kind of assumed this is just what you do if you're right. a good person, you go to church. But well, why? Uh, that's part I think of what he's dealing with, um, but especially because you know it's it's a cold, uh, snowy day. Yeah. Uh, there's a good transition to like Marge um, being angry at Homer, <laughs> right. and,
1: and then it, it fades into her being in a frosted frosted over car. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Uh, which I love.
0: And then uh, really the first memeable moment of the episode is Homer in bed wrapped up in his comforter. Yes a toasty cinnamon bun <laughs> uh, man, I've felt that and been there you know you you mentioned you know, some of your struggles growing up and, and even now of like man, I really don't want to go to church today this is kind of a th- it's a little different for me sure. because I'm, it's it's my job right so I don't I it's not really up for uh, deciding whether or not I'm, I'm gonna go today I, I kind of have to right but when it's a snowy day there's a lot of times a part of me it's like hmm, maybe we should Call off church today, you know, protect those old <laughs> right, people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is kind of what I, I thought of as I was watching it. Like it's, you know, this the weather is terrible, their heat is out at the church building. It's like we probably would have called off church right. if this were here. Right. You know? Yeah, there's uh, polar bears outside. I mean <laughs> <laughs> wherever Springfield is, it gets polar bears. Apparently close to the North uh, Pole. And um, you know, I, so they're homers at home. He's, you know, eventually gets out of bed. The whole process of him like, okay, let's (laughs) go to the bathroom. And him (laughs) thinking. (laughs) uh, Trying to find (laughs) out how he could do it
1: without, yes. (laughs) it's great.
0: Uh, But then you cut to church where Marge and Bart and Lisa and everyone else are. And Reverend Lovejoy is preaching this sermon on Lamentations, uh, which he attributes (laughs) to Jeremiah. Technically, Lamentations is uh, anonymous. It's associated with Jeremiah because of the, the time period and setting, the, the context of the exile, but we don't necessarily know that for sure. So I'm always going to point out where, you know, <laughs> my, my Bible knowledge corrects the reverend here. Um, so what else? What does Homer get up to when, when he's stuck at home?
1: uh you just you can just tell that he's really really enjoying it really really just kind of realizing that he's all by himself he can pee with the sh- with the door open and uh <laughs> he can curse if he wants to in the shower and uh all this kind of different stuff he can you know do his best Tom Cruise uh, risky business impersonation to their favorite uh, a Simpson's favorite song the short shorts which i don't even really know what that song is exactly it's, it's, it's just some just, weird 50s yeah, wear yeah short shorts it comes up a few times in the simpsons true, lore i yeah. believe um but yeah, just, you know, just doing all the all the stuff that we imagine is gonna be what we would do when we were at home. And then obviously the uh the old moon waffles, uh <laughs> yeah. which I think it's it's caramel, uh waffle mix, liquid, liquid smoke. smoke, and then he wraps it all in butter yeah. after he burns it. Um which mm. I have here, I, I you know, it's disgusting, but relatable in a way mm-hmm. where you're like, I've been at home sometimes and it's like, well, I have chocolate chips and peanut butter. And I can just like melt those together and just like kind of spoon feed myself this <laughs> melted chocolate chip <laughs> peanut butter mixture that's almost like Reese's. Um, you know, stuff like that where it's like, you know, it's not what you're gonna do all the time, but when you're home alone and you're just like, I want something sweet. You kind of just make it as you go. Yeah, yeah. So. I bet you
0: can make those moon waffles and make them pretty <laughs> yeah, good. I wouldn't wrap it around an entire stick <laughs> right, of butter. Go a, but a little bit more. A little, yeah, a little more. Uh, try it. <laughs> so then you cut back to church, and again, the heat is out, so everyone is freezing, and uh, Reverend is is preaching about hell, and so the joke is everyone's like, ah, yeah, you know, right. thinking warm thoughts. <laughs> Uh, Which, again, uh, I question... Positive fire and brimstone. Yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, it'll warm you up a little bit, I guess. But I do question, well, how did he get there from Lamentations? Because, uh, really, in the Hebrew Bible, there is no concept of hell as we think of it.
1: Uh, I bet he had a great transition that they cut out. He probably had this really awesome one that you would have stolen Mm -hmm. if you could. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, we'll see this. Like,
0: references to hell... Come up a lot in this, and both in you know what the preacher is saying, and, and why Homer doesn't love church as much. Although I would, you know, it is interesting. Pretty good attendance at uh, yeah. First Church of Springfield. Sure. Uh, they're never clear what denomination. I think maybe Presbyterian, but obviously they're probably leaving that open. Probably wouldn't be the same now. Again, this is early '90s, so slightly different. I get the the
1: feel as far as like the writer. I watched. I watched this regular, you know, without anything, and then I watched it with commentary afterwards. It sounds like most of the writers' room is people who used to be either Catholic Mm -hmm. or Jewish. Was I think the most uh, common two denominations that were represented in the writers' room, Um, but obviously, I'm sure there were others also.
0: Yeah, and so uh, the the doors are frozen shut when the sermon's finally over, uh, but. Uh, so Lisa starts praying the Lord's Prayer.
1: <laughs> Bart right. said, "Neither the time nor the place." Yes. I right. also like that uh, groundskeeper Willie is also apparently the church custodian because yeah. he's the one who's also, he's out there doing all the work to right. try to get the doors. Open. Yeah. Why
0: does the church have an <laughs> acetylene torch? I don't right. think we have one of those, but, you know, but I,
1: Willie probably just had that. Like yeah. he'd probably just like oh, it would have to be inside <laughs> if they're frozen
0: in there. I, and there's only one exit, which That's doesn't just, seem very safe. Right. Right. All right. So you. know, Homer's uh, at home and again having the best day ever, yeah. and finally the family gets back. And He he tells them, Okay, I'm, I'm never going to church again. I had the best day of my life, and, and Margie's kind of upset. And you know, she asks, Are you giving up your faith? Uh, which <laughs> the scene is kind of funny, right? Right, right. He's like, No, 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 and then but yes, all
1: the why, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but again, just the assumption there of, Well, going to church. Equals having faith, right? That it's that it's that simple, and I think that's part of what the episode's kind of getting into.
1: You know, Homer gives all these uh, explanations, right? Justifications, right? You don't need church to you know experience God and. You know all the yeah all that kind of stuff that we've all well the, I I have definitely used all those excuses of <laughs> like well this is why I don't need to go to church. Yeah. What if we chose the wrong religion yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah. we're just making that's, God more angry? That's, that's one that I've definitely gone to myself.
0: <laughs> you know, that's good. I guess it's all a gamble. <laughs> yeah, God is
1: God is everywhere. I would preach that. That's good theology. Uh, so yeah, why do we need church? All, also, all the while, I like that this conversation is happening while Marge is like cleaning up after Homer's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <the> moon, waffles. <laughs> moon waffles and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and,
0: and so then later in the evening she's praying for Homer uh, that you know, he'll see the error of his ways, which I kind of wonder as I was watching it this time, you know obviously like you have seen all these episodes countless times, it's like did God answer her prayer because he does eventually seem to learn something right. And so the, but Homer falls asleep while he's waiting on Marge to finish her prayers and <laughs> we meet God. Yes. Uh, so what's God like?
1: Uh, he's got five fingers for one. Mm.
0: That's, that's <laughs> yeah, all the other characters in the show have, have four. four fingers. So that Although
1: l- at the end scene, he only has four. again. they they point out that they that the uh, the director missed that. <laughs> uh, but he's very very large. Uh, don't see his face mm-hmm. at all. Um, he's got a very deep kind of what you would expect voice. Um, very masculine. He comes. Yeah, he comes in very like. You know, ve- vengeful, wrathful God, and then becomes like immediately down to earth and relatable. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what one of the things is. Like once they start talking, like God's pretty like, oh yeah, like that's that seems like a good idea. Like I you know, just very relatable is what I kind of, kind of had. Yeah,
0: a class act all the a way. I think, is Homer good is smell. Practicing. Yeah, perfect tea. Perfect tea. We would hope. Yeah, and you know, so again, Homer is listing the reasons why he's forsaken God's church. Uh, doesn't want to waste a Sunday. Um, and he mentions, you know, the reverend preaching hell. You know, like, I don't want to waste a Sunday here how I'm going to hell. So right. It's like, he must be hitting that pretty hard, which yeah. well. is not something that I do or think is <laughs> what we're meant to do.
1: I wonder. It's 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 probably. I, I would assume that part of it maybe is more like the right how the writers experienced. Mm. You know how their how their churches were growing up. Yeah. So I'm sure when they're. I mean, when they were growing up, it would have been what you know, 60s and 70s. Yeah, I'm sure. So like, uh. I'm sure they did get some messages that were maybe more like that yep, than, yep. <laughs> than we have.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's, it's really more of a recent thing that we're starting to say, well, maybe that's not the way that we're supposed to be preaching, since that's not what Jesus or the early church uh, did all the time. So maybe that's more of a scare tactic that we've made <laughs> up. Um, and so Homer's, one of his other justifications is, you know, I'm a hardworking, good guy. And I think that's kind of one of the questions through the episode is okay, right. well, is he a good guy? Is, right. is he hardworking? Which right. we'd see him sleeping at, at work sure. again. So, like, well, <laughs> okay, I don't know if you're being very honest with yourself. Uh, also, God apparently is a cat person because he he pets their yes. family cat, Snowball, too. Yes. Uh, I would think, uh, I guess God likes them all because he made them all. Sure. But I would think dogs would rate pretty highly, too. <laughs> all right, so Homer wakes up, and the next scene, he's outside with Lisa, who's again questioning
1: him on. His heresy. I like his I like his uh, bathrobe St. Francis look that he <laughs> yes. has going on. I, was,
0: I, I wrote uh, how many robes does Homer have? Because he has <laughs> at least two that he wears through this episode. But yeah, this is obviously a reference to St. Francis of Assisi, who is the patron saint of of animals. Famously preached to the birds, and Homer's channeling a little bit of that as he's kind of saying he's forming his his own religion now. Yeah. Uh, which never really gets very no. well defined. it's it's again, more like an excuse to, right. well, here's why it's okay that I don't go to church. Um,
1: all right, so the wrong
0: he will recount recant on his deathbed. Yes. so good plan. <laughs> that That joke comes up later, I think when when uh, Bart goes to a revival and the uh, the minister there convinces him to get full coverage
1: <laughs> instead of just the deathbed life
0: insurance. All right, so then the Reverend Lovejoy comes over for dinner, which Marge yes. invited him, and
1: she has an ulterior motive. <laughs> I love his history, actually, that just, what? <laughs> just very, <laughs> just quick <Yeah>. and like.
0: <laughs> I, I would think, you're, you're a reverend of this church, and this person stopped coming. You're not going to maybe have that conversation <laughs> right. with him. Um, and so they start quoting Bible verses yes. to each other. I don't, uh, so the reverend quotes the passage about the foolish man building his house on the sand, I don't really know what he was getting at with that
1: uh, i mean i think just the idea of if if like thinking of god as the rock and the foundation if he's building his in in the reverend's eyes i think he's building it based on his own like mm. like homer's building this religion based on the religion of homer which would be a you know sandy kind of you know yeah, I, mean? I think that i think that's probably what they were getting at could okay, be yeah. my guess
0: and so of course homer responds by <laughs> quoting matthew what about matthew twenty one seventeen?
1: And I, I looked it up, and that is what it says. Yes. I, I, I was like, I'm, I figured they probably did enough research. I mean, it's not that yeah, hard, to, not research that hard that, to research that, but yeah. I did look it up, and it was.
0: Yes, yeah, it's just <laughs> a random verse about Jesus, uh, Jesus going out to Bethany. Although I, I looked at the context, too, and this is a scene in the Gospels. It's right after Jesus has cleared the temple. He's done this thing to upset the religious establishment. He's disrupted the place of worship for people. And it's really not safe for him to stay in Jerusalem. So he goes to Bethany to probably stay with Mary and Martha and Lazarus. That's that's where they live.
1: Maybe it does, it does
0: tie in a little bit yeah, there. Yeah, it, it could. I, again, this is probably giving the writers too much credit. Right. <laughs> like, okay, there's a little bit of a yeah, comparison, is- comparing to Jesus and him upsetting the religious uh, establishment, the authorities, and doing things differently. Um, and is Homer doing the same thing? Well, probably not. So then Homer starts explaining, you know, he starts telling everyone else about his new religion, like his um, his bartender Mo, right. who uh, refuses to join his new religion because uh, born a snake handler, he <laughs> died a snake handler.
1: That was my other memeable moment, <laughs> yeah. with his hands full, yeah. full of snake bites. Right, <laughs>
0: which I, I was thinking about it. If he's been clearly bitten by snakes a lot, but he's still okay, that that's, you know, I'm okay. There's something to it. There's something to it, right. unless they're just not using venomous snakes. <laughs> right. uh, now, this idea of snake handling comes from the ending of Mark, Mark's Gospel. Uh, according to most scholars, though, this section of Mark is a longer ending that is not original uh, to what Mark himself probably wrote. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mo unfortunately is basing his religion on a uh, unreliable text that made its way in the New Testament. <laughs> And so then we start seeing other people that are trying to pull uh, Homer back to church, including the Flanders. Right. And I think this is a, yet another memeable moment where they're standing in the doorway and, and Ned has a guitar. Uh, see, people quote, uh, we'll use that clip with a line from a Rage Against the Machine song. Okay. But <laughs> I won't do what you tell me. So f- the Flanders, this is the super churchy family, right?
1: Right. Who are for...
0: you know, generally good people yeah. still, but kind of annoying. Yes, they're trying to convince Homer, well, you know, church can be fun, too. Right. So they start singing this song about Noah's Ark, about near this flood that kills almost everybody on the earth, right? What's not
1: fun What's not is, to love about is, that? And there's not, I mean, if you know, you know, Homer Simpson and his, their family, like, there's nothing that is going to appeal to him less than the idea of walking around with his family singing, you know, church songs door <laughs> to door, like, that is not the Simpsons at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it's not me either. No. <laughs> well. We're, we're acapella in our tradition, so <laughs> that's that's, uh, we, we don't allow that at all. No fun. Um, now, Homer is trying to just, the main person through the episode that he's justifying this to is is Marge, right, his wife, because it's having an effect on, on their family. You have experiences as a minister where you have a family where only one parent goes to church, and it just kind of makes things complicated, right. because what do you teach the kids, and uh, how do you get the kids to come to church if one parent's staying home, and Obviously, they're probably going to want to stay home, too. Uh, But Homer, to justify it here, he starts talking about, you know, some, another person.
1: Kids, let me tell you about another so-called wicked guy. He had long hair and some wild ideas, and he didn't always do what other people thought was right. And that man's name was... I forget. But the point is, Oh, I forget that too, Marge. You know who I'm talking about? He used to drive that blue car. It's clearly describing Jesus. Obviously, he's talking about someone in their <laughs> life, not Jesus. <laughs> not but Jesus. it's and that's what I, I have here. Like that's that is a classic Simpsons misdirect kind of joke, like where they they start you off one way and then and they just take a right turn and like yeah. just you know subvert expectation. Right. As far as uh, we know,
0: Jesus did not drive a blue car. <laughs> we don't. Well, you you never ancient know. Galilee. It's causing more problems. He's staying home. They're going to church. Uh, the the. The sermon title seems to be when Homer met met yes, Satan, yeah, so it's uh, very, very clearly the, against yes. him.
1: They love yeah. their jokes on the uh, <laughs> the church marquees.
0: Yes, which <laughs> we do too. Uh, ben, <laughs> I've kind of tasked him with doing the sign, so yeah, it is it is fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that
1: one sometime. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> who do you want to call out as having met Satan? Probably me. I mean, honestly, all the people in our church. <laughs> Eh.
0: So then Homer starts to meet other people from other walks of life, other religions. Uh, Krusty the Clown shows up, who famously in the show is Jewish, and he's collecting for Jewish clowns who have uh, been affected by tornadoes. Uh, So it's the brotherhood of Jewish clowns who've been unfortunately affected by a tornado. But Homer doesn't want to help him, right? He's like, oh, this is a religious thing, and... A religious clown thing, yes. <laughs> so he slams the door in his face. So Homer, not really much of
1: a good guy there. And then he goes to the cookie mart. To get some, some snacks and, and beer and you know, his uh, his whole thing. And uh, meets uh a Pooh, uh, who is Hindu. Um, and you know, it's 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 always it's always kinda hard to, to, to watch some of those older how they handle who is not maybe the, the most uh, graceful in, in all ways. Yep, no problem um, kinda kinda it. kinda I mean this whole episode they kinda mock uh Hindu. <laughs> he kinda tells him that he got the the bottom of the barrel of the bargain bin, you know, when when they, when they were handing out gods, all that kind of stuff. And um so kind of just, you know, like I said, being being not great to all the other religious people that he's uh, coming across. Um yeah and
0: and there's also a little bit of Oh, Christian assumptions working in, like, why aren't you at church on a Sunday? Like, right. Well, you know, I, I don't think they have the same sort of go to church on this right, one day right. of the week. I, I I don't know enough about Hindu religion. Um, but, yeah, that's just assuming, well, obviously you would worship like, like, like I do, like and you're not that, doing yeah. that, so you must not have a religion. So, yeah, Homer doesn't seem like the good guy he claims. He refuses to help the poor. He insults other religions. And then <laughs> once he gets back home... We get the memeable moment where he's got a cigar in his mouth and he says, Everyone is stupid <laughs> except me.
1: Now I do like right before that he's, you know, looking at his the Play Dude magazine. And I do I do like I feel like most most uh most sitcoms from that era would have taken, you know, the obvious jokes for a guy looking at a Playboy. Mm-hmm. But, like, the joke here is that he's, like, reading the articles. And, right. like, <laughs> yeah. that always cracks well, me up. Well, he reads, <laughs> yeah, he reads one, he's like, well, that's no good. Yeah. And then, he, oh, here's the good stuff. Right. And then it's some other... But it's still just reading. Like, I mean, I, right. I don't... I, yeah, it's I guess still an article really about an interview that, with somebody. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. just kind of a, like, Like, like. I feel like Married with Children would have had a, a much different joke there. Right, right. It would just be like the... <laughs> The naked ladies. Right, exactly. So
0: Homer, who thinks everyone is stupid except for him, falls asleep right. with a cigar <laughs> lit and with alcohol everywhere around yeah. him. And <laughs> and so, soaked. so uh, this inevitably sets his house on fire. It's not helped by the fact that he <laughs> there are boxes labeled oily rags <laughs> right. and blasting caps.
1: Blasting ca- I never noticed the blasting caps until yeah. this, this watch. Yeah, you,
0: don't, you don't have a box of blasting caps? I don't. Your,
1: Maybe garage, <laughs> not yet.
0: Yeah. Um And so he he's asleep. He but then eventually he wakes up and everything's on fire. While the family again is at church, and he's trying to think, remember what to do. He's trying to remember right. this, this <laughs> some song, <that> <laughs> which over. I
1: don't I don't know that what like I couldn't finish it for him when he was singing it. Out loud. I, yeah, but one someone of them just made I've, it up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Is it just stop, stop drop, drop, and roll? roll right. That's, that's all I we, know. That's what we learned. I as never kids. learned a song about that. Yeah. but you apparently didn't
0: need, did. need much more. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Um, and so then Homer passes out from smoke inhalation, I guess. And who saves the day but Flanders. Flanders,
1: skipping church? Net yeah, that,
0: when we watched it together <laughs> the other day, it's like, wait, why wasn't Ned at church? Is this a is this a goof? Uh, and so I think we just kind have to
1: assume that. Church was getting out, and just right. home before he just came home quickly. Else.
0: Although to me, Ned seems like the type of who person who would stick around. Yeah, yeah stay. He'd,
1: he'd have lots of questions right, for the sure, reverend. for sure. Uh, yeah. Things that were wrong
0: with his sermon. Or at least, or, at the
1: very least, talking to everyone yeah, at church yeah. and be the last person there, like yeah.
0: not the first one home or right, you're know, right. volunteering doing something. Maybe
1: he saw the smoke. You know, he's like, "Hey, oh, I'll you, a,
0: yeah. opportunity to help." God, God sent him there. God told him. Maybe because the
1: smoke was pretty big. Like they saw the firefighters saw it like yeah. from, from way far away. So, yeah,
0: we've got the the volunteer fire. Department, which is uh, includes a, the a, chief of a, police yeah, for some police, reason. Uh,
1: the the barfly uh, Barney's yeah, Barney. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think I think I think I saw a uh, um, mole man. I think mole man's on there is as they, well. Okay. Millhouse's <laughs> mom.
0: Yeah. so kind of a weird group. I get. I would think Springfield. It seems like the big enough city to have, have its an own actual, actual fire department. But, and you it know. really.
1: I mean, now that I think of it, it really isn't a like stereotypical firefighter character in The Simpsons. Oh, really, yeah, that's weird. I never really thought of that, but.
0: Well, there you go. So that's why uh, they can't afford it. <laughs>
1: right. um, and so,
0: but Flanders still is the first one there, but before the fire department comes. And so he's really the one that saves Homer. Right. Uh, he can't get out the front door because things keep falling. And so he takes him upstairs,
1: throws the mattress outside. Right. The next memorable moment. <laughs> yeah. He,
0: he prays <laughs> right. and, you know, guide Homer to this mattress straight and true, I think. And he does.
1: He guided him right to the mattress. Right. <laughs> he
0: did hit the mat. Yeah. So God answered that prayer. Homer does fall on the mattress, but then bounces immediately right back into the house through the window. And I just love Flanders, like, <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he jumps and does this like right. somersault. Yeah. So again, it's like, all right, that prayer technically was answered, but <laughs> right. if, if didn't that that work, work out already, the way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe God is maybe not being the nicest if, if that's what's happening here. But then Homer's rescued and he sees, um, you know everyone that's here to help him and and he's like Flanders why would you help me I'm like oh you you do the same for me right, right.
1: No, no no he <laughs> he's just a, a picture or a, a thought bubble of of Ned Flanders in his home you know screaming for help with the fire and Homer just out on a hammock like sipping beer and laughing ignoring him. him and laughing yeah exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah.
0: so <laughs> again homer is he a really a good guy I mean, again they, maybe this is just his imagination in the moment it might be different but not really following the golden rule here which no. is which is pretty basic and um, we have some nice chopping. Yeah, by... Barney
1: chopping the mailbox for no reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the question of, it, that someone brings up, well, is this an act of God?
1: And you know, then Flanders' house catches on fire. Yeah, Homer, Homer questions, well, if, if God exists, then why is, you know, didn't, didn't save Ned's, Ned's house, and then immediately is answered by a, a single cloud raining in a rainbow over his house. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> although that, that idea comes back later in the episode Hurricane Nettie, where uh, the Flanders house is the only one that's right. destroyed in uh, you know, an act <laughs> right. of God, and so that is uh, you know they're continuing to have this conversation through the through the series. So Homer seems to have, in a sense, realized something, or maybe he takes the wrong lesson as he often does. That uh, here he concludes, well, the Lord is vengeful and just needs to know, okay, who do I need to smite so that God will not be mad at right, me anymore.
1: Right. So even when we get down to it, kind of Homer's takeaway is still not the one that he should have taken away. That's that's not really what was to be learned. I was there. wrong. I need right.
0: to be more mean to other people in in God's name instead of... And so it's yeah. Flanders who comes back in and, and actually I think has some pretty good theology here. He says, no, God, it's not what God does. God doesn't set people's houses on fire to teach them a lesson, which is very much in line, I think, with what Jesus does when he encounters... You know, a man who's born blind, um, and people are like, Well, who sinned? He says, No, it's not, not that. Uh, Jesus is able to recognize that bad things happen, and we don't just want to chalk it up to God trying to teach lessons or punish people all the time. And then the Reverend has some pretty good ecumenical theology. Ha, Homer, God didn't set
1: your house on fire. No, but He was working in the hearts of your friends and neighbors when they went to your aid, be they Christian, Jew, or miscellaneous hindu there are 700 million of us oh that's super right it's not just not just christians that that saved you it's it's christian jewish or miscellaneous which once again (laughs) but i do here's the thing about that joke specifically i actually think that's really funny um in that the way that i perceive that is i don't see that as a slight against uh Apu and his in his religion. I see that as Reverend Lovejoy is just really ignorant, mm-hmm. and and I, I th- that's always how I've seen it. Is that yeah. like this guy who thinks he's you know this godly person is kind of being this arrogant and uh, you know uh, ill informed uh, person yeah. who you know is very dismissive. Is all oh, that super? You have seven hundred million of you, like all this stuff. And I do th- I do think that it 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 could be taken a wrong way, but I, I the way that I always read it was not as a slight towards uh, the Hindu religion, but more as like showing that people on the other side of it are maybe the ones who are in the wrong in that
0: Christians very often have very little knowledge of of other religions, Uh, and so, oh, that's super. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do do like the delivery of that line, though. So Homer does sort of admit, you know, I've been a jerk, he admits his rudeness, so there's, we would call that repentance. Sure. Uh, And so he vows to be in church next Sunday. And he is. And he is. Once again. And he, but he's asleep at church, right. um, which again I've been a preacher plenty, and I have seen people that <laughs> nod off a little bit. Um, but you know, you get to see God
1: one more time though. That's so right. To have a little, uh, <laughs> a little, a little, little last one-on-one with God before they, <laughs> before they set out and. Yep. Some I, some things that I had, for, for, I just like the uh, the Franklin and Hendricks air hockey game that's going on up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what you do in heaven. You get to play air hockey right, with celebrities. Right. And then, you know, just his his final conversation with God and uh, <laughs> being, you know, <laughs> not being able to wait six months. Homer's apparently he dies, to die yeah. in six months. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, they kind of end it with the whole... The meaning of life is, and then blank, and then yep. just kind of don't don't get the answer, right? Sorry, course. people, they love that. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's Homer the Heretic, a, a great classic episode. Now, one of the things that uh, we're going to do every week, if when I'll say when instead of if, when we make this a regular <laughs> sure. series, is uh, Reverend Chris is going to bring you a simp sermon. So I'm going to pull a Bible verse out of out of thin air. And make some connection with this, whatever episode we're watching, which, you know, this one's a little easier since it's a religious episode. We'll see how it goes when it's (laughs) a totally random episode. But, you know, this is a, a skill every preacher has to have is be able to tie something back and make a sermon out of it. So the verse that I obviously thought of is from Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So I've seen this verse, I've heard this verse used a lot, uh, don't forsake the assembly, as in, when it's time for church, you need to be at church. Uh, and so it's a sin to forsake that, that group. And that question never really gets answered too well of, well, what is the point of church? Right? It's just, well, you just go. Right. But I think with this verse, actually, if you read the whole context, it's saying that the purpose of gathering together as uh, believers is to encourage each other, to spur one another towards love and good deeds, and to give each other encouragement. And you know, so if you avoid the, you know, like some are in the habit of doing, which sounds very Reverend Lovejoy, <laughs> we do need other people to encourage us to to do good, to show love. You know, Homer claims that he's a good guy without any sort of you know, religious community, and it really doesn't seem like that's the case. And so a community is ideally not a place where we are, you know, given a healthy dose of fear every week, but we are encouraged to be people who show love. And, you know, hopefully that's what your church is. If it's not, um, maybe that's not the best kind of community, but if it's spurring you towards love and good deeds, I think that's something we don't want to skip unless it's, I guess, really cold. But as we finish up this episode of Pop Culture Pastor, we want to do our our typical ending where we talk about our pop culture consolations and desolations. This is where we list something that's been life-giving in pop culture, something we recommend, and then maybe also something that's that's not life-giving that you don't recommend or or something that's just uh, getting you down a little bit. And these don't obviously have any spiritual connection necessarily. So, Ben, what's your pop culture consolation for this week?
1: Okay, so I... Let's think about this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going outside the box on this mm-hmm. a little bit. The consolation is, so for me, and I I acknowledge that maybe I go too far into this mode. Um, I'm a big nostalgia guy. I'm a mm-hmm. big, big believer of finding the things from your childhood that made you happy. They'll make you happy again today. Yeah. And so my consolation is actually to not find something new, is to go back and... and find something that you remember like like the simpsons for me is like such a childhood memory of watching the simpsons and going back to it now some of that comes back it holds up really well so that helps Mm -hmm. um but that definitely is like a thing that i am drawn to so so my consolation would be to for you to go and find something from your past and find find it and if even if it's not easy to find like find a way to experience it, find a way to to interact with it again, um, whether it's you know finding a song on Spotify that you haven't listened to for fifteen years or uh, finding an old video game cartridge and actually playing it on your whatever like whatever it is. I, my consolation is is go uh, go find something from your childhood that that brought you a lot of joy and see what that brings out of you today. All right, well, kind of on
0: that note, my consolation is related to something that I was into in, in middle school, and that is Weird Al. So we, we just watched the uh, the movie Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which is streaming on the Roku channel. Kind of weird. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> so if you don't know, this is a fake biopic about the life of Weird Al Yankovic, uh, starring Daniel Radcliffe as as Al. And of course, he you know since it's Weird Al, he's not going to actually tell you his life story. It's and just making fun of the story beats that you see in pretty much every one of those movies of you know the abusive dad and uh, the quick rise to fame and all these things. Um, so yeah, it was there was a lot of fun stuff in it. It's not the first movie to to kind of do this exact thing, but it was a lot of fun, especially if you like Weird Al. Um, seeing Daniel Radcliffe just kind of be also make some weird choices after Harry Potter is always great. He's also strangely like jacked for this movie, which I don't know (laughs) if he did that. Is Weird Al jacked? Is that a thing about Weird Al? He, I mean, he's pretty healthy. He's he's vegan, but yeah, I don't think of him being super muscly. And so, yeah, it's it follows you know the same beats of most biopics. There is a really kind of it goes off the rails at the end, which I kind of liked. I wasn't expecting that part of it. So it's 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 a lot of fun, especially if you like Weird Al's. Music and of course, kind of like what you were talking about, that's made me go back and watch like *Gangsters Paradise* and some of those that uh, were just the funniest thing in middle school because I think most of us went through that phase. Uh, But who doesn't love *Weird Al*? Right. So Ben told me before they didn't have any desolations uh, aside from just the state of the world, right? Sure. Yeah. Which is why we like pop culture because it helps us escape those things. Uh, My desolation this week is um, Mimi Parker is was a member of the band Low. And she just passed away this week. Uh, this is a band that's been around since the 90s. And I actually hadn't listened to them a whole lot. Uh, but they've had a couple albums recently where they've you know, kind of changed their sound. And their album that came out last year called Hey What was, was one of my favorites of 2021. And she was only 55 and, and died of cancer. So that uh, just kind of felt like a, a big loss. So I'm going to play a clip of a song here that she sings on. She also played; she was the drummer in this band, and uh, the song is called "More." And it's uh, it's pretty intense. I, I think you know people point out this is probably her processing the the diagnosis that she had gotten, and this song is probably responding to. So let's hear a little bit of of this song. I saw more. So that was the song More by the band Low. Well, Ben, that's the end of our show. Thanks for being with us today. I look forward to talking more about The Simpsons. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but I guess talking about it with microphones.
1: uh, Yeah, more formal setting.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we will definitely be talking again soon. Thanks for being here today. Well, as we close this show, we want to think again about what it means to be a good person. Is it about being in a church building every Sunday or is it about how we love our neighbors? As Homer learned in our episode today, it's about caring for those in need no matter who they are or where they come from or what they believe. And so whatever you believe about podcasts or podcasting today, you have an opportunity to love your neighbor, me, by sharing this podcast. Tell your friends like, and subscribe, leave a review, no matter where you are, this is how you can be a blessing. This show is produced by me, Chris Perry, the Pop Culture Pastor. Thanks again to Ben Wigdahl for being with me. If you like what we did here today, you can actually already go and subscribe to the Sons of God podcast or follow us on Instagram. And of course, you can find more Pop Culture Pastor content on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Culture Pastor. Our theme music is Be Thou My Vision from the 8-Bit Hymnal by Mr. Tyler Larson. Next time, we're going to start doing our end-of-the-year episodes. We'll have separate episodes talking about music, books, and TV and movies. So stay tuned for those in a couple of weeks. You are now dismissed. Go in peace.